A Florida woman was arrested for attacking a senior with avocados. The Terminator has arrived in Florida. A giant blob of seaweed twice the width of the U.S. is taking aim at Florida. And Def Leppard's drummer was attacked by a Florida teenager. These are the weird stories for Friday on Weird AF News. The only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian inside a closet. And the only daily weird news podcast that does Florida Fridays. All the weird news from Florida. It happens to be St. Patty's Day as well. Oh, top of the morning to you. Let's do it. A Florida woman was arrested for attacking a senior with an avocado. Sounds to me like a drive-by fruiting. I see you, Mrs. Doubtfire, down there in Florida, chucking your avocados at seniors. (laughs) Well, you know, the, the Bill of Rights does say right to, quote, bear arms. It doesn't say what the arms are, and many people have their own interpretation. It could be an AR-15. It could be an avocado, you know, whatever you're into. The article begins by saying you wouldn't normally get felony battery charges from throwing vegetables at a senior. Uh, An avocado might not be a vegetable. It could be a fruit. Uh, Anyways, this is Florida. Things can get a little wild in St. Petersburg. We have a Florida lady named Carlene. She's 39 years old. She was living with her 68-year-old sugar daddy at the Viridian Apartments. And as you know, because I covered a story last week on Florida Friday that there are more sugar daddies per capita in Florida than any other state. So we have these two living in a senior community in downtown St. Petersburg, Florida, probably playing a lot of bocce ball and shuffleboard. Uh, It says here there's a bit of an age gap, clearly. This person that wrote the article says, I'm guessing Carlene needed a place to stay and the 60-year-old man enjoyed her companionship. Well, that's making a lot of assumptions here. Perhaps he has her around because she makes great guacamole, you know. According to the arrest report from Pinellas County, Pinellas, Pinellas County, Carlene had been living with this man for roughly a year and the two had been engaging in consensual sexual intercourse. I don't know why we need to know that for the story, Uh, but that's in the police report, apparently (laughs) from from the report, quote, The defendant threw an avocado at the victim's face, causing injury to his right eye. Well, I guess that guy was toast. (laughs) You might want to call it a guacamole. Hey! Bad puns. Uh, The police report also says she threw a metal hanging rod at him, which struck him in the arm. A neighbor witnessed some of the avocado attacks. Some of it. I mean, how many avocados did she throw? It's kind of a waste of avocados to throw them at a Florida man. I mean, they're very expensive. Of course, our Florida woman, Carlene, was arrested for battery on a person 65 years of age or older, which is pretty much everybody in Florida is 65 years of age or older. So be careful who you're battering. Battering, is that a word? I think I just made that up. And um, coincidentally, I'm not sure if you guys are aware of this, but avocados were originally called alligator pears because they kind of look like the skin of an alligator. So one could make the argument that this is the most Florida fruit in existence. Quite appropriate if you're going to attack somebody with a fruit and or vegetable in Florida. Make it the old alligator pear. A naked Florida man walking down the street says he's from a different earth. Yes, that would explain a lot of the Florida man behavior. From a different earth. I think all of Florida is really from a different earth. A man accused of strolling down the street naked in Palm Beach, Florida, told the police he's from a different earth. Let's find out which earth he's from. 
How near is it? Uh, we might have to build a space force to fight this other Floridian Earth, I think. Can't have these naked other Earthers coming here and ruining our good time. The police arrested 44-year-old Florida man Jason Smith on charges of the following. Indecent exposure, disorderly conduct, and resisting arrest. The ordeal began when an employee from Taboo called the police to say that a naked man had just walked past this restaurant, which is on Worth Avenue. Uh, the man walked past the restaurant naked in view of a number of customers that were enjoying the fine afternoon of dining on the patio. The police arrived. The bystanders quickly pointed out the man to the officers. I love that the man had to be pointed out. The police are like, which guy is it? They're like, bro, the naked guy right there. Do we have to point it out? See, the problem is there's so many naked people walking around in Florida. You have to point them out to the police. They're overwhelmed with naked guys walking around. They don't know which naked guy you're talking about that just disturbed your entree. You got to point them out. There's too many. After our Florida man was pointed out to the police, they approached him and asked him where his clothes were. He told the police he didn't know where his clothes were. He also refused to give his name or date of birth, but he did tell the police he was from a different earth. That's his home. Well, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but it's clear to me that this is the Terminator here that has arrived in Palm Beach. You know, remember the first movie? He shows up completely naked. He's from the future. So that's a different earth yet still Earth. So this is the Florida Man Terminator. You know? <laughs> Florida Man Terminator. I need your meth, your pipe, your motorcycle, and an Uzi 9mm. Yay! A giant blob of seaweed is headed for Florida. A giant seaweed bloom, so large it can be seen from outer space, is headed towards Florida. Go, seaweed blob! I believe in you! It's called a sargassum bloom. It's 5,000 miles wide. This thing is huge. 5,000 miles wide of seaweed. It's twice the width of the United States and is believed to be the largest in history. <laughs> oh, no. The largest seaweed bloom in history. wonder why it's headed towards Florida. I guess this is where blobs go to retire. <laughs> a lot of blobs down there in Florida. <laughs> Maybe this one's going to run for governor. I'm voting for Seaweed Blob 2024, bro. Okay, so this thing is drifting between the Atlantic coast of Africa and the Gulf of Mexico. It's a thick mat of algae that uh, provides somewhat of a habitat for marine life and can absorb carbon dioxide. However, this giant bloom can, in addition, have some disastrous consequences as it approaches certain shores. It can ruin beaches, apparently, and you could probably get tangled up in it if you're swimming around, I'd imagine, as well. Probably smells horrible. Uh, it says here, coral, for instance, can be deprived of sunlight because of this. Oh, yeah, you can imagine. It's going to cover up anything underneath it. And it says, as the seaweed decomposes, it releases hydrogen sulfide. Oh, no. This has a negative impact on the air and water and causes respiratory problems for people in the surrounding area. I mean, most of Florida is on an oxygen tank anyways, so they can handle this. <laughs> and uh, those in Florida not on oxygen tanks, they smoke copious amounts of crack, so they got very strong lungs is what I'm saying. It takes more than some sulfur dioxide to take down a Floridian who smokes meth all day. Okay, so we have a quote from Brian, a research professor at Florida Atlantic University. Uh, Brian says, 
What we're seeing in the satellite imagery does not bode well for a clean beach year. Yeah, not going to be a clean beach year. And I be- it's spring break, too. Oh, that's going to ruin some people's vacations down there. Uh, we got more of the quote here. Um, this sargassum can threaten critical infrastructure if it remains in the coast waters. For instance, it can block intake valves for things such as power plants or desalination plants. Marinas can get completely inundated and boats can't navigate through it. Now, uh, the impending seaweed blob comes as Floridians along the state's coast have complained about burning eyes and breathing problems. Dead fish have been washing up on the beaches. A beachside festival has been canceled, even though it was, wasn't scheduled for another month. Florida's southwest coast experienced a flare-up of the toxic red tide algae this week as well, setting off concerns that it could continue to stick around for a while. The current bloom started in October. Now, this thing's been going on for a while. Red tide is a toxic algae bloom that occurs naturally in the Gulf of Mexico. It is worsened by the presence of nutrients in the ocean, such as nitrogen. The Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission warns people not to swim in or around red tide waters over the possibility of skin irritation, rashes, burning, sore eyes. People with asthma or lung disease should avoid beaches affected by the toxic algae. You should also let um, the locals know that they can't walk over to the ocean and shoot their gun at the giant sea blob. That's not going to have an effect on it. You have to tell them such things. They'll just blast away. <laughs> they, they don't discriminate. Uh, oh, just in, a Florida man has been hospitalized after attempting to smoke the seaweed blob. Stay tuned for more. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Def Leppard's drummer was attacked in Florida. How dare you, Florida? Def Leppard's Rick Allen was attacked outside the Four Seasons Hotel in Fort Lauderdale Beach, Florida. My goodness. This occurred on Monday. He was smoking at the valet when a Florida teenager who was hiding behind a pole jumped out from behind the pole and charged at the 59-year-old drummer at full speed, knocking him over. He fell and hit his head on the ground, causing injury. Doesn't say what kind of injury. Uh, Maybe there's a photograph of his injury. Doesn't say, though. I'm very confused why this teenager would attack the drummer of Def Leppard. Why would you pour some Florida on him like this? This is horrible. Poor guy. He's got one arm to begin with. He's just trying to make it work in life, and you got to attack him? Sheesh. We have a Florida teenager named Max Edward Hartley, age 19. He was arrested and charged with two counts of bringing on the heartbreak. Just kidding. It was uh, counts of battery, four counts of criminal mischief, and abusing an elderly or disabled adult because Mr. Allen, as most of you know, lost his arm in an accident in 1984. So he was attacking an elderly, disabled individual who was one of, in one of my favorite bands from the 80s. Unbelievable. Def Leppard is so great. Def Leppard were in Florida because they were co-headlining a show with Motley Crue, which takes place on Sunday. That sounds like an amazing show to see. The police report details this disturbing incident. It says while Mr. Allen was on the ground, 
a woman came out from the hotel to try and help. Uh, the teenager allegedly attacked her as well and knocked her down. My goodness, this is a lot of hysteria when you're near. She was struck. She was battered. The woman attempted to escape by running into the hotel. The suspect is accused of dragging her by the hair back outside. He then fled the area. What's going on here, man? The police finally arrested our Florida man at a hotel nearby where he was allegedly damaging numerous vehicles in a parking garage. And now he's going to the Broward County Jail where he will get some love. The kind of love that bites. Yay! And now for a special holiday segment present to you some very weird St. Patrick's Day traditions that take place in the United States. Maybe you live in one of these cities and maybe you're enjoying this weird St. Patrick's Day tradition in that place. For instance, maybe you're in New London, Wisconsin. In New London, leprechauns crawl around the city and change all the signs to New Dublin for the day, even on the highways. Apparently, this tradition stems from the wave of Irish immigrants that uh, fundamentally altered New London's previously German cultural profile in the, in the 19th century. Uh, the leprechauns go on to visit hospitals and schools as well. So they go around, they change the signs and visit hospitals and schools. That sounds like a good time. Um, Portland, Maine. It says, the Paddy's Day plunge of Portland, Maine involves jumping into the freezing Atlantic Ocean at 5.30 a.m. <laughs> That's crazy that you would do that. It's so... I've been to the beach in Maine. It's freezing in July. Goodness. Uh, in New Orleans, Louisiana... Uh, it says here, no one throws a parade like New Orleans, and on St. Patrick's Day, the city flocks down to the Irish Channel neighborhood for a street party. Uh, New Orleans might be the only place where you can take part in a vegetable food fight as well. Okay. All the ingredients that go into an Irish stew, especially cabbages, minus the beef, they throw at each other. It's a ceremonial throwing of the cabbages and other vegetables. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> Ah, oh, that's crazy. It's meant to it's meant to memorialize how cabbage replaced potatoes during the potato famine. That's interesting. In Chicago, they uh, dye their river, the Green River here. Um, Chicago's Green River is the most famous. Every year, the Chicago River turns green in time for a parade held on the closest Saturday to this holiday. So the Green River, and I'm looking at a photo of it. It's super green. They say this is... Um, an eco-friendly vegetable-based dye that they use just so that you can feel good about it. In Hot Springs, Arkansas, maybe you're in Hot Springs. Well, Hot Springs is home to the world's shortest St. Patrick's Day parade, which takes place on, quote, the shortest street in everyday use in the world. Uh, it's called Bridge Street. It's only 98 feet long. It hosts the hour-long St. Patty's Day Parade, which includes Elvis impersonators, a Blarney Stone kissing contest, and various various other performances. This sounds like a lot of fun. Oh, man, I'd love to see this sh short St. Patty's Day Parade. Where I'm from in Boston, the St. Patty's Day Parade is a huge, huge deal, man. And I was just telling a friend of mine that... Um, you can't even get into a bar in Boston on St. Patty's Day. They actually charge exorbitant cover charges to get into bars on that day. Like it's not uncommon to pay 30, 40 bucks to get into a bar. Just a regular cover charge. I mean, isn't that insane? Anyways, I've had some great times in, uh, at St. Patty's Day parades in Boston. Some I remember, some I do not. Happy St. Patty's Day to you. I hope you remember it. Oh, happy St. Patty's Day, my friends. Oh, my loyal listeners, thanks for joining me for this episode of Weird AF News Podcast. 
You know, the one that we record inside a closet. You know, people tell me, Jonesy, come out of the closet, mate. Come on out of there, me laddie. Come on out there, you me laddie, me laddie, me laddie. <laughs> I say, no, I want to, I like it in the closet. It's nice and toasty in the closet. Um, happy St. Patrick's Day. I don't think I've done a, a Florida Friday slash St. Patty's Day episode before. So uh, I hope you enjoyed the little bonus segment that we did in there with the weird St. Patty's Day traditions. And I hope you're having a great St. Patty's Day with some Guinness. Oh, you know, I'm having some Guinness. It's one of my favorite beers, man. Love it so much. And uh, I'll probably treat myself to an amazing corned beef sandwich. I just, I love corned beef sandwiches on rye. I like pastrami sandwiches too, but I really love corned beef sandwiches. I even like corned beef hash with scrambled eggs. I do love me some corned beef for sure. For sure. Very good. Anyways, hope you guys are enjoying the holiday. Um, don't drink and drive, guys, okay? Be very careful. Uh, yeah, I have, to, I have to say that to you because I know you'll get a little wacky. Uh, what else? Uh, I want to thank everyone who sent me Florida articles. That was super helpful and uh, said hi along the way. You can send me stuff to funnyjones at gmail.com, and you can always call the show as well. I have a phone number here. You can leave a voicemail, 646-450-2012. How about you call me and do, do your best Irish accent? Let's see if you can butcher accents as well as Jonesy can. Yeah, I mean, I'm the king of butchering accents, as you know. Give me a call. Leave me a nice St. Paddy's Day message with your, uh, with your horrible Irish accent. That would be tremendous. Anyone in Ireland listen to, listening to this? I think I have a few people over there that like it. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, uh, yeah, I got a review on Amazon. Uh, one star review from Michelle, who isn't a fan of the show. She wrote, I wanted to love this, uh, but unfortunately I don't. He just isn't funny. And his tangents try way too hard and just fail miserably. After three months listening daily before work, I've given up on it becoming funny or even getting better. Oh, how sad Michelle doesn't like it. Um, you could have you given me more than one star, though, Michelle. I mean, if you actually listen for three months, I feel uh, it seems to me like two stars is what you should give me. Two I mean, if you listened one time, it was like gross. You know, even then, I know I don't like someone giving me one star. I, I, no, I guess it's I guess it's fair. You know what? I, I often complain that people give me one star after only listening one or two times, and that's not giving it a chance. You gave it a chance, and you still felt it was a one star. So, I mean, what can I say? I mean, you you gave it the proper amount of listening time. I would even say you you gave it a, a an even longer chance, even longer chance. I can't even talk. Yeah, and then you still felt one star. I mean. It wasn't like you didn't try. You didn't try. I still feel like two stars would have been appropriate. I mean, I I must have fairly entertained you to to go three months. Anyways, guys, I get a lot of reviews. Some are bad, some are good. We have to take them all. You know, we take them all. We take the good with the bad. You know how it is. I'm going to pound some Guinness to get over this. <laughs> Happy St. Patty's Day to you. If you'd like to support the show and support Jonesy, please consider joining the Patreon. Yes, St. Patty's Patreon. Uh, go to patreon.com slash weirdafnews or go to weirdafnews.com and join the Patreon. Or you can buy me a coffee for St. Patty's Day. That's cool. And then I will put whiskey in it. <laughs> Why wouldn't I? Uh, 